Anyway. Why is it turtle power? Yeah, why not? You look like a turtle right now. You do look kind of like a turtle right now. It's a very turtley sweater. Adam's wearing a award-winning uh, yes. Christmas hoodie that has... Third place award-winning. bronze medal. Yeah, I mean, he's second loser. But uh, it's like st- green stained glass with Santa taking, taking a, a bronze. Big, big bronze. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard that. I think he just made it up. Yeah. <clears throat> it's good, though. Making charcoal for the naughty kid stockings. That's what he's his doing. Ankles. It's good. Yep. He just takes your stocking out and just dumps one off and hangs it, <laughs> hangs it on the chimney. He poops cold. Little Billy wanted some brownies this year. Here you go. <laughs> Oh, for you? Yeah. Yeah. A coal for you? A coal for you? Let's hang him above the fireplace. <laughs> Steaming turds. Oy. I mean, that was the... Filling thanks, your thanks, thanks for really, like, getting out of metaphor. Clarifying there, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, Santa takes large, hot poops in your socks yeah. Christmas. Well, duh. He eats all those cookies. Trying to get as literal as possible now. Thank you. And, and like milk that's been sitting out for like six, yeah. seven, eight hours. That's. Mm. Mm. I always go to bed really late to give Santa a very small window so it's cold for him. That's a, you're a good man. I only sleep for like an hour and I wake up and Santa's been there. Wow. It's as if it were magic. Yeah. Anyway. Santa's real. Santa of course he is. is. Of course I've he never is. thought otherwise and he's always brought me presents on Christmas. Same. So why stop now? Absolute exactly. same. I agree. Well, before we say things we might regret since we have children listening, yes. possibly, let's, uh, let's carry on. Carry on. All right. Um, I think we're, well, I'm tired. I'm You're tired. Beat. Are you tired? Boy. Eh? Eh? You're amped up from as many times as you got called yeah. up to spin that wheel today. I know. Oh, so my God, mad. that went up Do you know forever. what's worse than getting called up? Losing every time. Right. <laughs> Did you win anything? No. Like, well, what kind you of know garbage what, though, is that? At least it was an honor for your name to be called. Like, mine never got called. I, I would only... have rather not been called I than got tell. called twice and lose both times <laughs> on a game of chance spinning the wheel that you think if you did it twice, you'd probably win. But instead, I have to go home a loser. And there's not even a consolation prize for everyone this year. I guess for so. people that have no context to this, like our work Christmas party was today. It was two hours. Surprisingly of, early in the season. Really early. I assume they had, they had to do it this early to get the room. Yeah. I don't know. It's always this early, though. It's almost always this early. It is usually pretty yeah, early. Super I think early. it's before people start taking, taking off. days off. I think as early as next week, people Well, maybe start. if some of those people had taken days off, we would have had a better chance I know. of winning something. And then some people get, they end up winning and they're not even in the room. And you're like, what the? Some f-? people won twice. Right. Um, like, what? what Jody won that? twice. I don't understand. Yeah, but she won a bingo. I'm not saying she didn't. I'm saying she won twice. Right. Yeah. Spread the love. Anyway, we're just, you know, you know, yelling about our Whatever. office Christmas party. When we sat down literally and I was watching everything transpire, I was like, are we on an episode of The Office? Oh, yeah. Because it literally, I've never seen that show, but I can only imagine for about 15 minutes today, that was an episode of The Office. I showed up a half hour late and it still went on forever. <laughs> it, was, it got a little, it was a little drawn out. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what is that called? Like third act? Uh, yeah. Suffered from the third <laughs> the act. The third so, act yeah. was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, let's do this little Andy podcast. It. Um, it's the Bite Me Podcast, episode 107. 107. My name is Adam West. Cliff Johnson. The Dylan. Cool. Now that we got that the out of the way. Adam. No worries. Wow, there's so much work rolling in right now. This is what also <laughs> happens when you have an office Christmas party in the middle of the day on a Wednesday. There's no drinking either. Like, I we're know. stone cold sober. <laughs> yeah, it was I also where, noon. <laughs> I asked where the vodka was like four times. <laughs> Who's got it? Somebody had it, and they're holding out, and I'm going to find them. <laughs> anyway, um, so we got some news to talk about. Epic is launching a Steam competitor, which I'm kind of excited about. Yeah. Uh, Valve 
Meanwhile, on the other end of uh, the spectrum is pissing off the indies. Nintendo throws streamers a bone. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new Far Cry game is being teased, which uh, looked really cool. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to be a direct sequel, mm-hmm. so that's kind of fun. Which, I mean, like, there's nothing more that I wanted than a direct sequel to explain that story. Like, right. I need something after that. Right. Uh, Fortnite is getting a creative mode, and Bethesda may have saved themselves from Troll Corner. I saw this. I was Maybe. like, wow, guys. <laughs> Really, really going in with the uh, oops. I uh, got questions from Vinny Joe Kosla. The dirty bubble turned down for what? And man socks. <laughs> Daddy, I don't. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I, I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to assume these are always new people. He's a, he's a, he's a chameleon. He shifts yeah. with the times. Uh, plus, PlayStation Plus name games were announced literally the day after we recorded of last course. week. Always of is. course, uh, new stuff coming to Game Pass and Twitch Prime, PlayStation Now. There's a, a new Humble Bundle and a Team 17 Bundle as well at Humble yeah. Bundle. Some good stuff. I don't feel so bad that we missed it because I literally haven't heard of any of these. So. <laughs> well, like, I, some of them I've uh, heard of. Some of them I've heard of. Like, and I'll just leave it at that. I literally, these I've heard even, of Soma. These Soma's aren't even good. words that you use in life. Like, oh, Papers, other please. Than Papers, actually, please. Papers, other than Please. Papers, Please is actually a really cool game. That's yeah. a tease. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Papers, Please will be on there. Yeah. Um, let's Sorry. get into the show, though, with what we're playing. I'm still currently all up in the guts of Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I cannot stop playing that game. Something wrong it's with that. so good. It's so good. 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 Yeah. Good. Good. The, like the voice acting like is good. Cheese. The stories are great. The missions are fun. It's not, and it's, they've done a really fun, they've done a really good job of making like just a basic fetch quest interesting. Nice. It's really good. Yeah. I need to, I think my, my copy of that is good through like January 20th. You should keep playing. I either need you to fish or cut bait then. on that. Yeah. And well, no, I can't. Yeah, you can. I could not. You possibly can. I, in theory, yes, I totally could. In yes. reality, no, I can possibly not. Well, you should try. Okay. It's worth it. All right. Um, I'm there. As far as like any complaints I've got the, about the game at the moment, I don't think I've really got much. Um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. The combat, everything's satisfying. Nice. So, and I've what I'm liking is I got this one legendary sword, and I'm able to upgrade it every so often. So it doesn't matter if I'm collecting new ones or not. That's one thing I really liked about Origins too. Just the yeah. ability to go to like the sword dude and uh, blacksmith, blacksmith. Yeah, the blacksmith. And say, <laughs> and just say like, hey, I level up. I'll pay you. X hundred gold and you will make this now a level 17 sword. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it wasn't worth it or, or maybe sometimes I'd get something that was better and it was better to upgrade that. But I kept the same sword. Yeah. For probably yeah. eight or 10 levels and still have it in origins. And it's and really I nice. If, I like that a lot. I don't know if origins did this and I don't know if other games do it, but what I do like is let's say you get this really great sword and it's got all these great stats and you really, really want to use it. But man, you really hate the way that damn thing looks. Oh, what really? you can do is once you've assigned that to your character, you can click the X button and you can mask it with a different skin of a different item that you found. Oh, that's cool. Like a club? Yeah. Like I could make it. Well, no, you can't, you can't make it look like a club. But <laughs> I mean, you can it. take all the clubs and staffs or whatever that you found. If you don't like the way this one looks, but you do like this other one, if you've found it, if you've looted it, you can change the oh, skin. Kind of like the skins in Destiny. Yeah. That's cool. That's so really cool. I really, really like it because some of those swords, like they're badass, but they look stupid. Huh. Do they break? They do. No, they don't break. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and you can literally climb almost anything. You can. And it actually feels like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do, what I also like about this is I can swim across the ocean in and the I rain, don't die. die. 
Yes, across the ocean in the rain. Can I like completely non sequitur here for a for second? Sure. So I started watching um, the Castlevania show on Netflix. Ooh, yeah, what season one? Uh, I finished all of season one, and I'm I think two episodes into season. I've not two. seen season two yet. Um, uh, the uh, uh, Dracula's kid. I don't remember his name. His sword is Frank. awesome looking oh, in that show. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like super long and skinny, and he's like an awesome sword fighter. It's really neat looking. It's not like it's not like a super badass sword, but it just the right. way it animates that that show. I don't know Show's why really I fall off, fell off that because I got back on. I'm like, oh my god, this this show's great. Yeah, so I need to get into anyway. Two. <laughs> it's good. Um, just gets better. But yeah, so that's one thing that I really think is cool in Assassin's Creed. It changes nothing about the gameplay, but I think it's kind of cool. Um, and that's that's really it. Yeah. Um. Oh, I've been playing Wordscapes on my phone <laughs> because I saw Vicky playing that, and then somebody else was playing it, and now I can't stop playing that either. <laughs> Her and Dylan played it for like I don't know a half hour today yeah. before our party. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I'm playing Pokemon Go on my phone as well. Kevin finished. Let's go. Nice. I don't know how he did it in literally like four days, but you can he crush did. Through it. He really did. That's really so, cool. I'm like halfway through, but I'm piddling now. So, mm-hmm. before and I, I saw him boot up Diablo the other day. Oh, nice! So, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's what I've been playing, and I'm enjoying my time with it. That's really Who cool. Who wants to go next? I will <laughs> go next. I have not played much at all. I've been uh, so be quick then. Really busy. Sweet. Really, okay. really, really busy. <laughs> you, no. Um, <laughs> I am to the final level in the like story mode like that's some big air quotes of tetris effect um and it's really hard i've only played it once and it it is rough um Hmm. most of the levels you have to clear 30 lines um and it's like i said it's kind of this interesting like ebb and flow like it'll go from slow to fast to slow to fast you know and uh the last one you have to clear 90 lines and from I'm going to say 60 lines on, it's at a, an 11 speed, I oh, think, wow. which is really, 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 really fast. Um, I got about 15 lines into 11, and that was all she wrote. So <coughs> I've, I've gotten to, I guess, either 65 or 75 of 90. I think 65, and it's tough. So wow. I need to get back into that. But I think I need to be more awake than I am <laughs> to, to do that. Yeah, Tetris is one of those games where you kind of have to be – there. Well, and you can have to it. be like in Can't a group it for in. it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's super fun. And then I'm just still playing Red Dead. Um, Red Dead's a game for me that is kind of just all about the things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so much of that game is just like going into that world and kind of seeing where it gets you. Um, this weekend I ran across my first uh, legendary animal that wasn't, wasn't the bear. Wasn't the bear. Yeah. Um, and, and so you've you've played you've killed the bear right mm-hmm. did you kill did you go shoot the bear directly after you got off the mm-hmm. yeah so did i my brother's like why i'm like i don't know it just seemed like the thing to do he's like how did you even kill it i'm like i shot it a bunch of times yeah. with my pistols he's like and you lived i'm like well just barely but i just kind of figured that was what it was i figured it was you went with your pistols and you shot it a bunch of oh, times no, it and you, you if you yeah don't get it. Well, it jumped on me and pinned me down, and I stabbed it to death. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, I did some stabbing and some shooting, and but, you know, I had, like, a tenth of my health left or a fifth of me or, or like, a five percent of my health left. I was almost dead. But I just kind of figured that's what the game did. I almost kind of figured that you couldn't die unless you did it badly. Oh, um, you can die. You can but die apparently you very much can. Um, it's like Leo DiCaprio in that movie with the bear. <laughs> the, the Reckoners. Or no, the, the Re- Revenant. The Revenant, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I ran across my first, uh, legendary and it was an elk and it was pretty cool. I, uh, 
I was I ran across it. It's like, hey, you entered an area where there's a legendary thing. And I was playing. I wasn't playing with my brother because we weren't playing online. I've not actually tried the online mode yet. But uh, I'm like, what do I do? He's like, well, you have to like you have to like hunt it. I'm like, well, what does that mean? He's like, well, you do the you press both the triggers mm-hmm. and then it'll give you like you have to kind of walk around the area and you'll you'll find clues. And so yeah, I ran across a part where like the grass had been stepped in and that would lead you to like elk dung. I'm like, Oop. sweet, I found poop. There's yeah, berries in here. Cool. <laughs> And then it would just lead you and lead you. And so finally I saw it and I'm like, oh, sweet. And so I, I got my gun out and I snuck up on it and I got really, really, really close. It actually like walked into me like the wind was right, whatever. And I shot it right in the face, like full on from big gun, not far away. Went down. I'm like, sweet, I got it. And then it got back up. And I'm like, there's no way like that, that you don't get up from that. And and so he's like, no, now you gotta now you've gotta chase it down. I'm like, Ugh! and it had already like run away. And so I'm I'm trying to like follow the again. trails. And there's trails all over. I'm like, oh shoot, I lost it because there's like elk trails and rabbit trails and all these different things. I'm like, oh no, it's gone forever. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I can't, there's no way I can find it. There's 50 trails right here, and they're all running into each other, and it did all these loop-de-loops and and I finally get back to my horse and I'm like, ah, oh, that's a bummer. I'll just have to come back, whatever. And I look up and I'm like, oh my God, it's right there. It's like maybe a hundred feet from me. I'm like, go back into sneak mode. And I like kind of go over this hill and it just like looks at me like, and then dies. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And apparently I just chased it long enough that it bled out or something. And I'm like, oh, all right. You shoot the deer and it runs until it dies. Yeah, and, and, and I, I just like elk. skinned it up and collected the hide, and that's what she wrote. So <laughs> that's really weird. It was really, weird. but mostly it was just so like perfectly timed. I like go over the hill and it's just like. <laughs> so what would have happened over. then? What would have happened then if it had died and I hadn't known? Yeah, you hadn't known. I would have like, screwed. Is it again. one of those? Does I, it collect I, anyway? No, it doesn't. And I, and I don't know like, if I hadn't seen it. If like the action would have triggered either, I, I oh, don't true. know. I mean, I literally That's don't the know. Magic of video games, right? yeah. Who knows? So, but like that experience is exactly what I'm enjoying most about that game. The just the weird stuff that happens, the story that isn't part of the story, right. but happens when you go out. And almost every time I play it, I'm having that experience. So mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna. I mean, I eventually am gonna come back to it. Absolutely, just because I spent a hundred dollars on it. So we timed it, <laughs> running edge to edge on the the map, like from like pretty much strawberry, like all the way over to like the emerald thing. So lengthways across the map, and I got attacked by two different people while I was running it, and had to shoot one of them and outrun the other. It's only like a five minute run. So like it seems it's not not 15 like it seems like it's a long time when you're out there, but it's really not from one edge of the map to the other edge of the full map in the areas that you'd go to like the furthest like one of the furthest west cities to the furthest east cities is is only I mean, yeah. And if you go up or, you know, north or south from there, but pretty much once you're to one edge of the map, you're going to go north or south to something else from there. Like there's there's very few reasons to run. You're never going to go point to point. Yeah, don't. It's not as far as you it's not as far as it feels like yeah no i, I did the same thing because i was like it really it can't be that long yeah. so you're like you just kind of i mean mental timing it yeah but when you're actually oh, like, i actually did like a timer, timer. yeah so that, that's interesting that's cool yeah um, yeah I, it's not it's not very big mm. but i think the other thing is too is i actually had if i hadn't been running it i actually had two opportunities 
to do interesting things during that. Right. One was I accidentally ran right. across a stagecoach getting heisted, mm-hmm. and the guys were like, oh my god, he saw us! <laughs> and so I, I had to shoot one of them and outrun the other one. And the other one is I got roadblocked by the Driscolls, or Driscolls, so... Yeah. So he did two things while. Yeah, and, and like I just kind of ran through them, but they that. did. It definitely took me longer because I had right. to dodge around that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Dylan, tell what us about magic. Um, actually, Valve released a game last <sighs> week. Um, so that that's kind of big news by itself, right? Valve yeah, right. Put out Valve a made a game. <laughs> um, but yeah, a week ago, I think it had, was coming out when we recorded last week, so I actually yeah. hadn't got to play it at that point, and um, this is obviously Artifact. Um, obviously. Ob- as obvio. Obvio. Um, and I really enjoy the game. Because um, it's been all-consuming. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's... Not often you get to jump into something like that and completely learn something that's new. That's cool. It's... Like, unless you, and I mean, most video games aren't like that in general. Usually, right. like, board games and tabletop games. Real time strategy, strategy games, sure. Like, those games have that kind of depth to them. But, like, Halo doesn't, you don't learn the systems of Halo. You don't learn the way that all these things interact when you play Halo, right? Like, it's not the same thing as jumping into Magic, jumping into Hearthstone, jumping into a. Uh, Total War, like those games are like, there's a lot of stuff going on, I think, that you have to learn the ins and outs of, but um, it is interesting though, and I've heard a lot of people say this about Artifact, but they compare it a lot to a MOBA that is based on Dota. Um, The game plays a lot like a MOBA and not like a card game in a, in a lot of ways. But it is a it's, card game. It is technically a card game. Like you collect cards, you build decks, you play cards. But the way this stuff actually interacts, it's like the laning and stuff is very much probably closer to a MOBA than it is to a card game like Hearthstone. And it, it's I think it's very hard to pick up on that unless you play the game and probably have played a MOBA as well. Um and it's also a very hard game to understand what's going on when you're watching. Uh, you really have to get your hands on to really understand what's going on because there's certain elements of randomness to the game that you think you know what's going on when you're watching it, but you don't because unless you experience the random stuff that's happening yeah. and then start to pick up on why that's random, and I've done it enough to notice that it is random. Like every lane you get like two creeps, that two or three, two, three. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember right now, um, <laughs> that spawn in your lanes randomly every turn. So they can go to the lane that you don't want them in necessarily. Like you could be completely winning this lane and losing these two and you'd really like your creeps to go over here, but they decide to go there. Um, so that's a random part of the game and you don't really know that um, until you play the game and it teaches it. Well, it did, like obviously the tutorial will teach you kind of these things. Um, and when your stuff's in the lane and it attacks, it chooses an attack direction, which is either if there's something in front of it, it will attack that. Or if there's something beside it, it might attack to the side or it might attack forward into the tower. These things are random, which kind of are always making you uh, make decisions on the fly. So as you go through each lane, different things have their randomness that happens. And now you get to play your cards the best way suitable you think will win you that lane. Um, Obviously, all the colors do different things. You can mix and match the colors. You can put all four of them together if you want, but you're going to have trouble playing your cards because you need a colored hero in the lane to play a card in that lane. So if you want to play a blue card in the middle lane, you need a blue hero in that lane when you are playing the middle lane. Once your guy dies, you can't play cards there anymore. So um, red heroes are strong, blue heroes are squishy, 
Um, like they all have their different things. So it's like blue heroes are really hard to have out there. You have to have things that move them around and be mobile and protect them to use your really powerful spells. Red heroes have less powerful spells, more stuff that buffs you up and they're really strong and can whack heroes in one turn. Like, and then you gain gold and that's kind of where the MOBA thing is. You like, you kill stuff like creeps give you a gold heroes, give you five gold. You take that gold, you buy items from your item deck and you give those to your heroes like a MOBA. Interesting. Um, it, so you're, and that's the kind of stuff that allows you to ha- give your weaker heroes survivability. They might have really powerful um, passives and active abilities that are happening, but if unless you can keep them alive, you don't take advantage of that. Whereas the the red hero Axe, who is base stats the best, he's like seven power, two armor, which no other character has two armor, I think, and eleven toughness, which is absurd stats when like the weakest blue character is like a two five. Like two attack, five health. So it just gets whacked by everything really easy. But he doesn't have any particular other abilities. Um, so he's just really strong. But unless you give him items to get him stronger, he doesn't do anything else. Whereas the blue heroes might be squishier, but they have all this cool abilities. But your job is to keep them alive. Um, and that's kind of the the how the game kind of works, I guess. So um, with it, so with this the whole lane thing, like I've never played a MOBA, but would it be like... Is this almost like there's like, if you were to compare it to magic, like three different magic games kind of happening at the same time? In a way, except they do interact with each other. Right. They're like, one of the items is the blink dagger, which is like, everyone's like, once you discover the blink dagger, you're like, oh, this is the most amazing item (laughs) that you need in every deck. And you really kind of do because it's an item that you buy for, I think, seven or nine gold. So it's not too hard to get it. It gives a unit plus two attack, which is pretty okay but its ability is every i think every two turns it it comes off cooldown and you can use it to blink your character to a different lane oh so that is an ability that you find is very useful um because if you've won a lane already you have no way to get your character out of there they're just going to keep fighting in that lane until they either die and the cool thing is when your characters die they're not dead it takes them two turns to respawn and then you can play them in a different lane or there's an item that can send them back to the fountain and they'll come back out next turn there are ways to get your characters out of a lane um and the the way to win is to take down two towers which each have 40 health and two of the three lanes. The first person to do that wins. Or you can take out the Ancient in one of the lanes, which the Ancient has 80 health, and you can start doing damage to the 80 health Ancient after you knock down the first 40 health of the tower, like a MOBA. Interesting. Um, so some strategies isn't win two lanes. Sometimes it's tar pit two lanes, win one lane really, really hard, which is kind of how I like to play because I think that's fun. I think it's fun to try to race someone in one lane and let them try to beat you in two. Because um, if you can if you can snowball one lane, like you start doing 40 damage to that tower and it only takes you two turns to win. Like you can stack up stuff really fast and it's fun to get those synergies going, but you just have to make sure that they don't win the other two lanes. Interesting. Which if you put a lot of resources one side, that can happen really easily, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot going on in this game. And I think it's fun too is because there's so much going on. I don't ever feel like, I don't think anyone's figured the game out yet. Everyone's like, these decks are really good. And I'm like, sure they are. But at the same time, like, it, 
like you'll play just like a deck that you think is terrible. You just like throw cards in and you'll do fine. You'll do okay. Like just figuring out how the game plays. And I think it has to do with some of that randomness and the game is new. So I don't think anyone is particularly really good at it other than people who might like, I mean, obviously the really good players at this game right now have played like Hearthstone and Magic before. Well, it's been, in, similar it's been in beta for a while too, right. hasn't it? And there's been a select few of people who have got to play the game yeah. for a long time. And I'm sure those aren't really the people I'm playing. And I haven't really even played a lot of PvP other than me and my buddy have played a lot together. It's like I was staying up until like four in the morning playing this game because it's like it's something new to learn and that you don't get that experience often. Yeah. So. so and it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I had two questions. Um, one is: is there so is there a single player? Mode? You can play just against bots if you want. Okay, so you can. So play I bots. totally recommend if you want to check this out. If you like Dota, if you like the Dota universe, if you like card games, it's only twenty bucks for the game. And then if you just want to play against bots, great. Like, you're, you'll have endless fun. You won't even know the difference if you're playing against bots or people, right? Unless you want that challenge. Um, so that is cool. And I, like, I mostly play against bots because I'm trying to, like, learn to... I'm trying to put together decks. And yeah, yeah. I go look up online, see what some people are doing. Like, which, which heroes do they think are cool? Like, and then sometimes I'm like, I really like this hero's ability. Like, one of the blue heroes is Prelix, who is a pretty squishy hero, but every every turn when Prelix is in a lane, Prelix gets a creep in her lane. Oh, very cool. So if you have your two creeps spawning here and she's in the same lane, you just got three creeps in that lane. Okay, that lane's growing pretty fast. The other creeps might, but you always get one in that lane. And then each hero, this is kind of a cool part of the deck building part of the game, is you put a, you get five heroes in your deck, um, each hero has a card that goes with that hero that does something and you get three of those. So your deck, once you put your five heroes in your deck, you already have 15 cards picked out Sure, because you get three copies of each of those one cards. Um, and her card is put, um, it's an improvement. So it's a permanent upgrade to your lane that says, put a creep here every every turn so her thing is getting creep so it's like constant defense um kind of this like swarm idea so it's really cool like so you'll find stuff that you like to do in that game and you can build around that. sure um kind of like a moba i guess <laughs> like it, it, there's a it's lot this he keeps coming back to that <laughs> right. right it, it's I, just I very it's very interesting because i think i briefly mentioned this i don't know if it was in conversation or when we talked last week was that Valve and Richard Garfield had the conversation. They said it's based around Dota, but you don't have to make it Dota, the card game. Right. But they did. Like, <clears throat> they think they found an interesting way to make you play a MOBA without having to be like a 19 year old with like yeah. super fast reflexes to enjoy that kind of game. 19 year old on Ritalin. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> so you don't have to be, it's a thinking game rather than a thinking a plus. Game. Twitch right. and ability and skill in that and like from that physical. Interesting. Um, so, what was your other question? Uh, it was actually how much it costs. Oh, yeah, so. yeah it's a twenty dollars game. And um, then you buy packs, right? and you buy packs or individual cards. So you right. can buy, you can pay twenty dollars and never buy a pack again, and just go buy the cards you want. Mo- and this is why apparently there's a lot of controversy around this, and people are giving it bad reviews because they can't fathom the idea of buying things. And <laughs> and I've even seen, I've even seen the craziest, the the craziest I think review slash comment I saw was. This is the worst thing ever for a TCG to have this kind of economy. I'm like, have you ever 
been a part of a TCG community. Yeah, like yeah. that's literally every TCG ever is cards have value. You buy them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I actually really like it. Most cards are under a dollar. Like significant amount are between a nickel and like 50 cents. Yeah. There are a couple money cards. Axe is one of them who's going for around $20. Opened them in a pack right away. Um, mm-hmm. Drow Ranger, 16 bucks. Opened her in a pack right away. Um, I opened a couple other like $10 cards. So How I, much are the packs? Two bucks. Two bucks. Two bucks a pack. You get one hero in every pack and you get nine other cards. One rare guaranteed. You can get more. Wow, um, that's cool. You get 10 with the game. So for the purchase of the game, you're getting your money in packs yep. plus the game plus all the base cards. So, and draft is another big part of the game. If you're familiar with magic or something, drafting is where you open a pack, you take a card, you pass it to your left. They take a card, you take the card from sure. the person to your right, you pick a card, you pass it to right. the left. You can fandom draft endlessly. It's free. Um, and that means you draft and you don't keep the cards. Or oh, you can use paid draft, you, you spend three packs or whatever it is plus your event ticket or whatever which you get five when you buy the game to see if that's something you like doing um and you keep the cards from that draft um and then those base set of cards you can there's one champion or hero i think it's hero um that um for every color that you can always use in draft so there's these couple heroes that are pretty they're okay. They're not great, but you can always use them to build your decks around, and those are the heroes you just get as part of your card pool when you buy the game. Um, so any duplicate cards that you receive, more than you can use three copies of cards. So once you have a fourth or a second copy of a hero, um, you can either turn those into like event tickets, I guess, in some way you trade them away for that, or you can sell them on the Steam store, which I've sold probably 100 cards or so at this point. Oh, well, nice. For- two cents to a dollar whatever it is but like that comes back like you you sell a couple cards for a couple nickels and then you buy a couple more nickel cards for your deck so it's actually kind of nice i've put a little bit of money into it and i basically have the decks i want so that's cool the economy is not punishing in any way and of course if you open two axes like you sell one of them for 15 bucks or something i don't know like cool that feels good probably right um it sounds like a really cool game that's like just outside the realm of what I want to play enough that like I'll probably wait for like the Steam Spring Sale right. where you know that'll go cheap. I'm sure they'll they'll have to they'll probably I don't know. Yeah. I, you almost have to wonder if at some point in time if they've got a card economy behind it you almost have to kind of wonder if they'll release like right. a, a light version of it or a something version of it where you don't get as many yeah. packs or you don't the, get as many. The thing I'm wondering is how long it's going to take to drive all the prices down though. Because it seems like once enough cards get out there, like everyone's going to have them. Yeah. So unless they give you more cards, because a lot of them aren't like because there's, there's not a there's not a finite. There's like of cards. two handfuls of cards that are like a dollar, and then there's like five cards that are worth ten or more dollars. Yeah. Other than that, they're not worth much. So it's like the val- the price to actually get in is not high at all just yeah. to buy a strong constructed deck, unless you want to collect every card, which is an unreasonable Dumb. goal. Yeah. Right. It's just not what you want to do yeah. but it just doesn't seem like i don't i'm, I'm interested to see how the prices i mean maybe do. it's all based on two on it doesn't really matter to them as long as people keep buying the game right you know exactly so. nice well and the game is called artifact artifact there i'm tempted to like try to stream some of it while, I'm, while I'm playing if, I, if i'm on it for like six hours at a time because i literally like was that first couple nights so i just like put on a stream so anyone can watch and you i can should. try to walk people through playing it as i learn it because 
I think it's interesting and to really have someone focus on explaining it, you might be interested in it. Yeah. I don't know. And I understand not wanting to spend $20 to play something that you don't have any yeah. clue if you're going to like remotely mm-hmm. at all. So I wish that CCGs weren't just like almost kind of an instant turnoff for me. Right. Because I think that if I spent the time with one, like I'm sure there is a CCG that I would really enjoy, but almost anytime I see one, they're like, oh, hey, it's got card-based combat. I just kind of go, Bleh. Right. And it's a lot, it's a lot to learn. Like I'm yeah. saying, like you have to spend six hours like yeah. grinding this game to really learn how to play it. But again, if you can play bots though, I feel like I think that's cool. that is something that you might enjoy more because you're not you can take the timer off. You're not worried about playing against a human who's gonna poop on you and <laughs> you can just learn learn the game. It, I might, think that's be, cool. it might be more fun for people. So nice. All right, that's what we have been playing. Sounds like fun. Quite. Yeah, I'm not a card game guy. Well, I but I want to be a card right. game guy. <laughs> Just do it. Like, so, yeah, I need to. I could talk about that forever. Bucks. But I guess it's not yeah. the end of the world. Right, right. Oh, yeah, totally. We all play together. I mean, I've got no, Red Dead that cool I spent $100 on that I'm That's not true. sure. I'm like, meh. That's true. Uh, anyway, um, all right. If you are listening to us on iTunes or wherever you may be listening, make sure you like us and rate us and uh, drop us a little review. Make Cliff happy. Yeah, make us all happy and get our podcast in the ears of other people. Or your friends and family. Like, if you're gathered at Christmas yeah. and, like, no. someone gets an Xbox, like, like yo. hey, yo, you like video games? Right? Yeah. Check it out. Or just grab their phone and just review it. Just review <laughs> it for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why does why does Aunt Ethel like this podcast? I don't understand. <laughs> um, so, also make sure you check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. And you can support our show that way as well. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll get access to all of our extra special shows that we do. It makes the perfect special. gift. Yeah, yeah, it totally. Doesn't really, but you can gift it to somebody. You could, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then if you go up to our producer level, we read your name on the podcast. I'm going to get my brother for Christmas. <laughs> Patreon to my own podcast, right? Isn't he already a patron? No, he's not. But that's what? okay, dude. Right. Seriously, it's okay. Neither I, my brothers are either. Yeah, it's fine. It's all right. Kevin's mm-hmm. not either. No, it's money just going right back to my house. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, Alan Schulte, Austin Palmer, Jack Irish, Jacob Frank, Joe Cole Jr., who got a very nice banana bread yesterday. Uh, Kevin <laughs> Schuld, Tom McDermott, <laughs> Vinny Champa. See, people that are in our Discord know what we're talking about. Adam's not in Discord. He does not know what we're talking about. It's not. I didn't I'm realize not- he actually. Oh yeah, I do remember he said he got one. Yeah. I'm not not in the Discord. <laughs> People that pay attention to our Discord there you know go. about the Nana Bread. I'm a dork. We like you anyway. It's fine. I mean, without me, I you'd be fine, honestly. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. We've got some stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for supporting us. Uh, we've got stuff to talk about in this next segment that um, a lot of uh, I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, what is it called? The thing. News! That's the one. I was going to try and say something funny, but my brain just totally said, oh, nope, I, we're done. You don't know the number of times today where I've just started talking to someone and I'm like, I don't... Um, what was I talking what? about? My train has left the station, but it just clearly didn't have anybody Boy. driving. Yeah, that's bad. Do you try? You don't drive a train. You yeah. conduct a train. You conduct a train. <laughs> okay. The train drives itself, kind of right. I mean, it's the they first, get ahead of steam the and they just keep going. Vehicle. Yeah. You just tell it when to stop. Certain oh. stop. Yeah. There's no steering on a train. Yeah. How do I stop this train of thought? Oof. Um. Anyway. Choo-choo! All aboard. Anyway, uh, if you haven't set Siri or Alexa or Google to remind you, make sure you remind yourself the video game awards are happening on Thursday, which would be for most uh, of our listeners tonight. True. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. 5.30 Pacific time, so you'll have to do your own math. I guess that's 8.30 Eastern time. Yes. Yeah. They're and always 7.30 Central time, time and uh, 6.30, 6.30 Mountain time. I guess maybe you won't have to do the math. And in Arizona, I don't even know right now. I don't know which one. I, they're on the other one, so but they're on Mountain on time. But if you're on Hawaii time, that's like two more hours? I want to say it's like 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, I don't know. You're probably at work, so it doesn't matter. 1.30 or 2.30. If I want to say it's three uh, or four hours behind us. If you're Jack right. Irish, though, that's actually taking place Friday morning, I think. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the next day. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, okay, there's the math for you. Yeah, yeah. I guess you uh, won't have to do your math. So we get on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really cool, though. It's probably my favorite gaming event that isn't E3. <laughs> Um, there's just, there's fun announcements and like, there's not, a lot of announcements, yeah, not actually too. a lot of game awards given out <laughs> to be right. honest. Um, but a lot of announcements, a lot of cool things they've made. They've done a really good deal of, yeah. of making it cool. So I'm excited. Yep. All right. Uh, probably something that will be talked about at the game awards. Epic is launching a steam competitor. Yeah, this is cool. Um, so another digital storefront, but this one, uh, is got, there's a lot of, Big differences. Yeah, well, and I think the biggest difference is just the amount of money that the developers make. So the way it works with Steam is, and this is the same way it works with almost every storefront. Like Apple works the same way, um, Android works the same way. You make a game, you sell, you sell it for ten dollars, you get seven bucks, and the store gets three. That's just how it works. It's a thirty percent split. Um, but the Epic Store is going to be different in that Epic will only be keeping twelve percent. So you sell a ten dollar game. Um, I guess you make you get eight dollars and eighty cents. <laughs> um, but if you are so, the difference is is that if you're a big game, and I don't remember what the, the threshold is, but I think if your game sells more than like a hundred thousand dollars worth of copies, or maybe it's less than that, I, I don't know some number. Yeah, and you're using the Unreal Engine. Um, you have to pay for the Unreal Engine too, and it's five percent of all your sales. So if you have an Unreal Engine based game on Steam, you're actually paying thirty five percent. Oh wow. Um, and on the Epic Store, there that cut will actually come out of Epic's twelve percent. So if you have oh, wow. a, yeah, if you have a Unreal Engine based game on the Epic Store, you'll actually be saving what's that twenty three percent. So it's a big deal. Like I mean, when you think about it, doesn't like doesn't sound much when you're talking about a ten dollar game. But five percent of a. All of games sold, right? Yeah, five percent of a million dollars is a lot, and twenty three percent of a million dollars is a whole a lot. quarter mill. You know, like that is a very big incentive for these developers to to push stuff to Epic, and it doesn't really say whether or not it's going to be like. I, I don't think it's going to be like an exclusive thing. I think it'll probably be more like how Good Old Games works or um, the Humble Store works, where you launch your game and it goes on Steam and it goes on the Epic Store and it goes on you know the Humble Store and all that kind of stuff. But you've got to think that developers are going to really, really, really start pushing people to go there. And I mean, and if you're a gamer that likes to support developers, like it behooves you to go and buy it from the Epic Store. I mean, it's a new launcher, but you probably already have it anyway because you've installed uh, uh, PUBG. So you already uh, have a Fortnite. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you already have the launcher anyway. So and it's nice that they're being this generous with the with the split because I mean they're kind of printing money right. with Fortnite. It's like, so it's yeah, like, they make yeah. a billion dollars right. all the time now. So. Well, I don't think that it happens very often <laughs> that a single game can be this impactful into as many industries as it has yeah. been. You know where it's impacting not only. I mean, this took Epic from a company that was big i mean they made gears of war they They were a player they were a player but now they're they're, a behemoth now they're a behemoth that 
you know, is contending with a lot of other a lot of other people. So this is a, a cool thing. And I mean, even if you never buy anything from the Epic Store, competition in that space is good. Right, um, right. The Steam Store is not good. Um, the Steam Store is competent. It is a store. It is a, store. a store. You can you buy, can things, buy there. things from it. It's but it's like not great. Discovery is terrible. It serves its purpose. Yeah. yeah, it's like going into Ross. Yeah. Um, I was going to say fries. It's very much like Ross is totally fries. It's like going into Ross and then going into Target an hour later. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, oh now yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah. But if you've only ever gone to Ross... Or if Ross is the only place you can go. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. there you go. And not that there's I mean, anything the wrong with Ross. deals are good. Yeah, the deals are great. Yeah, but it's, it's just, like it's Ross not easy fine. to navigate. The UI is terrible. Adam's not wearing shoes. I'm not. My feet uh, hurt. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. I can't find my darn wish list. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Every time I go to the homepage, I'm like, I have a wish list. It's here it up in the right hand corner. Your it laundry? is. It is when you're on. But if you go to the online store, it's different. different. <laughs> so if you're on a in a web browser, it's not in the same place that it would be if you're well, actually just open the Steam. Oh app. man, too. If you have like if you have Steam and you have uh, two phase authentication and you have family sharing on too, it's like forty five screens I have to get to just to log in. It's yeah. like you log in and then it wants your two factor authentication code that has to text to you from the the app and then I have to put in my code to get family sharing turned off and like oh finally i'm to the store wow and that's not their fault necessarily but good lord <laughs> i mean hey at least it's locked down yeah 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 so, exactly there's that um and more news on the epic uh storefront what i have no idea what it's going to be called oh yeah no i, I probably yeah. just the epic store yeah. i don't know i don't think the it actually epic. has a launch date yet. what a name the epic, epic store that's <laughs> so good epic. no actually epic has announced the epic store <laughs> oh okay <laughs> all right cool. I don't know when it's gonna actually be live though is the well question, played honestly. epic well played yeah after the uh well i'm sure at the game awards we'll probably yeah, find probably out more hear more all right valve's new steam revenue splits uh, are kind of pissing people off. Yeah, so Steam on kind the other of, side yeah, of on the other side of things, um, Steam raised a big middle finger to indies and said like, hey, y'all are going to have to keep playing, paying the 30%, but hey, you delightful AAA developers, um, if you have more than 10 million in uh, sales on the Steam store, we'll give you a bigger percentage. What? <laughs> so, so they're doing the same thing, except they're only doing it to people who can sell a ton yeah. well, of games. But if you think about it, though, it's not even necessarily that they, the AAA guys are not necessarily necessarily selling a ton of games. They're selling games at sixty bucks a pop. Yeah, where the indie guys are selling games between ten right. and 20. a ton of games at a, a higher price point. That's yeah, right. just sell less games to to meet that goal. But yeah, yeah. so so you have to like, sell ten million dollars worth. At a 70-30 split. And then after that, yeah, they'll knock yeah, it down to 25%. Out, no. So it's still what? 13% 25%? higher than the Epic Store. That's stupid. But this is the kind of this is the reason why you need the Epic Store. It's why you need someone with a bunch of money mm-hmm. to come in and say here. And and there's no one else in that space really. Like GOG is a great store, but it mostly deals in older games that they're re-releasing and it you know it's tied to the the witcher folk um humble is really cool but it so much of their stuff's about charity which is great don't get me wrong right, right. like as a as an official uh humble bundle partner yes um like i think what they do is great but they're not a competitor to the steam store and because you buy the stuff and it all just goes to the steam store anyway they're really more of a partner yeah Oh, yeah, I didn't really think yeah, about that because it so all goes through. Back they're to not the really a competitor. It's all just, you know, it's all just a pass through. So hmm. I'm excited to have 
someone to be able to say to Steam, like, hey, y'all need to think about what you're doing. It'll be interesting to see how it affects things, too. But, you know, the other side of this, too, is it lets smaller studios make cooler games. When when all of a sudden your budget increases by 13%, like, imagine anything you were doing. If if someone said, like, oh, hey, you have an er extra 13% onto that project, like, that could be, I mean, when you think of a game with a million-dollar budget, that's an extra $100,000. That's an entire man. That's an entire, not man, I was going to say man hours, but that's an entire developer right there. Bam. So you can actually hire a single person for a year. Hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo is loosening the reins on its uh, thing, streaming stuff. Yeah. <laughs> My- We're all very tired. So if you are a streamer, which wow. and we've done this before, we've we've gone and we've made videos of Nintendo games. Um, as soon as you upload them to YouTube, Nintendo flags them and says you cannot monetize this video. Um, and they've done it. What if your channel's not monetized? That's fine. Um, but they will still give you a warning saying you cannot monetize this video. Like a bunch of every Nintendo video we've ever uploaded has a little thing saying not available for monetization. Um, and it's kind of crappy. It keeps streamers from streaming YouTube stuff. It keep, you know it makes people always worry about getting content strikes. It makes you worry about how that's going to affect other stuff on your channel. Um, it's a it's a real pain. And Nintendo has finally said, "Fine, you can <laughs> you can stream things and make money if you're streaming on Facebook. Um, you know, if you're streaming on Twitch, if you're streaming on Twitter, if you're streaming on YouTube." Um, but it has to be like you have to add something to it. Like it can't just be you streaming with no sound. <laughs> it actually has to be you making a production out of streaming uh, some sort of game. So you have to be talking about it. You have to be reviewing it. You have to be interacting with an audience, something like that. You can't just be you making it. Right. So I think it's cool. It's uh, it's been one of those questions of whether the animosity between streamers and Nintendo would eventually blow back the other way and cause other people to not allow um, people uh, allow streamers to stream their games too. And it's nice to see them going the other way and yeah. just opening it up. Well, I just because I don't think with this streaming as big of an industry as it's become, I don't see how Nintendo or any other developers could really. Play. I mean, well, I know that we've seen specific instances where developers or or whatever have pushed back on that but it's like they stand i feel like that they would still stand to lose more well it's kind of a double-edged sword because it really 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 depends on your game yeah um it it actually it surprises me a lot of times when i'll be talking it's like i see it most when i talk to vicky and i think it's just because she watches more of that stuff than anybody else i know like oh such and such game like you play that she's like yeah well, no, but I watch someone stream it. And that's that's the double-edged sort of streaming. If people that have experienced the game paid nothing for it, right, but don't need to play it now. Right. Um and so like it's a you know, I think really, really what needs to be fixed here is they need to figure out a way to do like a split revenue stream yeah, between the game back. being streamed and part of that goes to the streamer and part of that kicks back to Yeah, they should absolutely be the, some the kind of a licensing yeah. or something. It doesn't need to be much, but I would love to see uh, – Twitch doesn't need to be the company being made rich off this, you right. know, um, especially indie games because I think they have the most to lose. Mm-hmm. So experimental stuff, stuff that's really story-based, you know, we'll see. But I think that's a, that's a cool thing. It's a good thing. All right. A uh, new Far Cry game, believe it or not, is on the way. I wonder how soon it'll come. 
I I can't think that it's going to be that far out. So this certainly could, not they, a far cry away. Oh, and that's the end of the show, folks. Thanks for listening this week. <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> so now, Far Cry came out this year, right? Far Cry Five came out, and I want to say April. Hmm. February? You know, they've done this kind of stuff before, though, where they've they've released a game and then released kind of a game inside of that. Um, was it Cry of the Blood Dragon? Blood Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe this isn't a full-fledged 60-hour game. Um, maybe it's like more than DLC, but less than less full, than full game. game. I don't know. Um, apparently, we're going to hear more of the, the Game Awards, but I, I always meant to do a spoiler cast for Far Cry 5 because I hated the ending. Yeah, and we're just um, going to go ahead and spoil it for you right now. So heads up, spoilers. Are spoil- we? Yeah, let's oh, do okay. it. Because, I mean, if you watch the trailer to the new Far Cry you're 5 game, kind of know what's going you're on. spoiled. Yeah. So skip five minutes if you don't want to hear the end of Far Cry. Um, so in the end of Far Cry, you have two choices. Um, you can either attempt to uh, kind of kill the, the end bad guy or you can join his cause. Um, and if you join his cause, then they just blow everything up. Or no, wait, is it? Shoot, it's been too long since I played it. You can you can join him, or you can try and get away. But either way, it doesn't really matter. Either way, they end up lo- blowing up the bombs that launch the nukes and blow up, I guess, all of Montana. Well, at least Montana. At least Montana. Yeah. And so, so you fight this entire game trying to stop him from, you know, doing his evil dastardly plan. And it doesn't matter what decisions you make. He still does it. Yeah. Um, one way or the other. And, like, I finished that game and I was pissed. Like, I was seriously pissed because, like, that's not the game I was trying to get to. Right. Um, but I would love to see. And so this is actually supposed to be post-apocalyptic. So yeah. this is set in a in a world where those bombs went off. And I'm hoping that they kind of continue that story. And really, really, really what I hope is that at some point in time I get to shoot that dude right in the face. Well, that's what I want. Well, and the thing is, like, that guy's going to be dead, I guarantee you. That guy's going to be dead because this is set – Years and years and years in is the future it? because, well, yeah, it has to be. That's true. Just because if you nuked the entire, if everything went to crap, it's a, basically a Fallout game. Hmm. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Could be. I guess we won't know more until the game awards. But, yeah. But I mean, I guess when you think about it, like Fallout, only, Fallout 76 is set 25 years after the blast. I thought it was set 100. I thought it was only 25. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I could, I'm who so knows? tired right now. I don't even know. Who it could be 125. But still, yeah. I mean, so, okay, let's say if this one's set 25 years after that, the guy's going to be in his 70s. Yeah, you think so? 60s? 60s. I was thinking. I would say he's in his mid-50s, 30s. 50s yeah. Oh, yeah, so mid-50s, yeah. 60s. I don't, either I don't care. I just want him dead. Yeah. I want to shoot him. That's all I want. <laughs> so uh, Yeah, anyway, we'll find out more about I'm excited. that on uh, Thursday at the Game Awards. And I also forgot when I ordered Far Cry 5, I got Far Cry 3. For my, oh, nice. Uh, for my uh, PC. The HD version, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I need to play that. Yeah. Should be fun. Yet another game I need to play. <laughs> uh, Fortnite is getting a creative mode. And what is this? Like, you create, like, your own arenas and stuff to yeah. play in? Actually, tomorrow. So, day oh, this wow. podcast launches, December 6th. Yeah, so it'll be a standalone island where you can actually do your own custom game modes. I, this is, I think, one people that something people are really going to get into. Um, it's it's effectively, I think, kind of Far Cry, but with private servers. So you'll be able to design your own things. Like people do People do this in Minecraft where you design a custom map and then people go in and, and play events and play challenges and stuff. But it'll be with the Far Cry tools, which are so much better than the tools that exist in 
in for uh, in uh, Minecraft. So the combat's just so bad in Minecraft. But I think this could be some really interesting stuff. And they, when you look at the tools that you have within just a Fortnite game, there's some interesting stuff with the bouncy things and the you know the you know uh, well and I mean and you can build whatever you want too. So you could build raceways, you can build walls, you can build things to climb over. There's some that would be there's fun. some really cool possibilities here. And and then if people could come in and play those things, I think there's some really neat things that people will be able to do with this. Um, is this something you think you would jump into Fortnite to play around with? I've never been that kind of person. Like, I don't. Yeah. Get, like, Minecraft doesn't really appeal to me. Like, so, like, that, I don't. I've I'm never not, wanted I, to play with the level editor. When I was a game. little kid, like, I loved tinkering with Legos. But, like, when I play a video game, that's not at all what I want to well, do. And what I would say is that it goes two ways. And first of all, I, I misread this. Um, it's available. It'll be available t- today for people that have Battle Pass for this season. Everyone else will get it on the 13th. Yeah. Okay. Um. But what's the really cool about this is not everyone wants to build things, but it gives you new things to play. So I like the idea. If I had a bunch of people that just wanted to go into this playground, like, sure, that's awesome. By myself, there's nothing there for me. I will be honest. What really excites me about this is my kids constantly trying to get me to play stupid Minecraft levels. And I'm just like, but no, they're bad. And the jumping is bad. And the way your character moves is bad. Everything about this is bad. And I hate it. But Fortnite's got really good physics and really cool weapons and, like, the ability to do some really cool stuff. I would play Fortnite maps with them yeah. that I would not right. be willing to play in Minecraft. <laughs> so maybe it's just me. Yeah, and, if I'm in there with my buddies, like, I'd have blast just, like, building big towers and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, that, that's fun. But. Well, I mean, we've just screwed around in the – what's the – the creative mode they have now. The I think it's playground. Playground, is that what it yeah. Is? And we've had a lot of fun just dorking around in playground mode. Super fun. So I think this will just be like the extension of playground mode. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I know my nephew plays, so I'd be curious. Yeah. And he loved Minecraft. So yeah. it's kind of like the next iteration of Minecraft. Well, for when him. Minecraft launched creative mode, it was a big thing. It changed a lot of stuff. And they said this is just the beginning of it. So I'll be excited wow. to see where they go. Very cool. All right. If you were one of the lucky people to have uh, pre-ordered Fallout 76 and ordered the uh, Power Armor Edition uh, version and you noticed that that little trash bag you got, I mean backpack you got, uh, wasn't quite what you expected, they're going to try and fix that. Hopefully, maybe. I, I, it has been confirmed. So yeah, it's been confirmed. But what if they like actually send out like a nylon plus? It'll be like two <laughs> trash bags, like yeah. a double ply. <laughs> One of those hefty bags that has the diamonds right? you can like. You push just got through. the store brand. Yeah. We're going to give you the hefty version now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of crappy, and the way they handled it has been actually like it's crappy that they did it. And I, I guess what it is is they released a picture of. You know, here's what you get with the power armor set. You get the weird helmet, and then you get this kind of cool-looking canvas bag. Um, And then when people started getting it, they actually got a kind of crappy, cheap-looking nylon bag. And when people contacted Bethesda, they were like, oh, hey, sorry about that. Yeah, it was too Um, expensive. It was too expensive to make the the one we prototyped. And so we just switched this one out and didn't tell anyone. But we paid for it. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, it's also one of those things, too, that— I'm sure they were within their legal rights to do so. I guarantee oh, I you guarantee there was an them. asterisk somewhere that said, you know, this is just a promotional thing and it may not be exactly what you, I mean, any company has lawyers that do those things. All right. So everyone was like, class action lawsuit. I'm like, nah, yeah, I mean, good luck. you know, bait and switch, like, nah, you know, and, and quite frankly, like you pre-order stuff. Sometimes you don't get what you think you're going to get. It's, it's kind of the cost of 
paying money for something that you upfront that you really probably don't need to pay money for. I know, Adam. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, they've actually – and then the response that they got was they did a really bad job of communicating it. But it looks like they're actually going to ship what they promised originally. So it kept them out of Troll Corner, but just for now, just barely, well, just barely. Were we the ones that talked? Did we talk about the the canvas bags that they actually did send out? Have we talked about oh, the that ones at all? that actually went to like the, quote the unquote, influencers? influencers? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're slick looking. Yeah, yeah. So and it's not the same bag. Yeah. Um, that was pictured on the Power Armor box or, or the promotional image. But there are canvas bags out there that are Fallout 76 canvas bags that were yeah. sent to uh, influencers and streamers and stuff like that uh, to help build up, you know, excitement for the game or whatever and get them on board or whatever. And those bags are really, really nice. So the bag that people paid for were too expensive, but the bags that they gave away for free were just fine. Yeah, but nothing's free to an influencer. Yeah. Those influencers are worth real dollars. I know. Anyway. All right. Quite. Is that that? That's that that. that. I think that's that. Wow. Okay. All right, let's just get into it. We've got questions from Mansox. Turned out for what? The Dirty Bubble, Joe Coleslaw, and this guy. That well, I, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a hurry this week. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, yo. It's 4.45 uh, and Dylan wants to go home. Yeah, let's do this. I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's card games to play. As there's much as I like this right now. I'm, like, I'm so tired. I want to go home yeah. and I want to eat some food and I want to play Assassin's I bought Street. The Incredibles too. I think I'm going to make some food and just sit on the couch and watch The Incredibles. You should do that. Yeah, That sounds incredible. incredible. Yeah. It's good. But All right, ching. we're done. Go ahead. All right, Vinny wants to know, what game show would you make with video game characters? Who's the host? Where does it take place? And what's the game show about? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Family Feud with Leisure Shoot Larry as the host. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? It's Family Feud just with Leisure Shoot Larry as the host. Isn't that basically who's hosting it now? I think Drew uh, Carey does it. No, it's, yeah, it's uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was what's his name, the comedian that did it for a while. Um, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson, yeah. Louis Anderson did it for a while. The guy who played Al Borland on Home Improvement, he was the really? host of Family Feud for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Coleslaw went as him for Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it was good. Um, so, it's you, just like thought about this every once you? in a while, like those categories come up, and I could just imagine just this smarmy, just gross human, like being the one to like read these questions and then read <laughs> everyone's responses back. Like, <laughs> I can get behind I that. Don't know, like, I want to see, like, it, it, would you consider, like, I know that Survivor is actually reality TV. Yeah, it's I, a game show. It's, I, a, it's, a, it's still a competition I show. I would love to yeah. see, like, Survivor or Big Brother with, like, just that, like, Street Fighter versus Capcom, but it's Survivor. <laughs> That's a genius oh, idea. Right? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I would probably want to see... Um, I would like to see a Hollywood Squares game. <laughs> I really would, and I think I would like to see um characters from the Far Cry games and Far Cry universes. <laughs> or, or oh, you know what? No, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I want to see Grand Theft oh, Auto yeah. characters playing Hollywood Squares. Who's going to specifically host it? the Liberty City, like the eighties? Yeah, yeah. That's I, and I've never like played it, but I can only imagine they're all just stuff. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be really fun. And who would host it? Yeah. Um, hosting Hollywood Squares, I will say, um, Howard the Duck. I don't know why that comes to mind, but I think he would be quite a funny host. I like it. Yeah? He is a duck. He is, and his name is Howard. I like it. What I hear. Has he been in a video game? 
I'm going to say yes. Sure. He was, maybe he was in the Guardian of the Galaxy Telltale Games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Sure. All right. Works for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. I'm just making sure everybody. I'm happy. All right. I'm happy. All right. Thank you, Vinny. Joe Coleslaw wants to know, along the lines of the Tetris effect, are there any games that you've played in which you've just basically taken over your life and like haunted your subconscious? So are you guys familiar with what the Tetris effect is? No. Okay. So the, the video game itself is actually named after like a kind of quote unquote real life phenomena where when Tetris came out in the 80s. Yeah, late 80s, I'm going to say. Um, people would play it so much that they'd start to, like, start noticing patterns in real life where, like, oh, hey, this water bottle will fit right there. Right. Oh, and then this oh, little stack yeah. right next to it. And, and start actually, or dreaming about falling Tetris blocks. Tetra, tetronomos? Is that what they're called? Tet- um, tetra, something, something like, like that. that. Tetris blocks. Um, or start dreaming about them. Well, and or- it's funny because now that you say that, I didn't realize that was the Tetris effect, but it's always, like, whenever we load stuff up in our car at yeah. Costco... Kevin's terrible at Tetris. I'm the master of Tetris in our household, yeah. and I'm like, no, you're doing it wrong. My like, wife this, is amazing all, it's, it's at perfect. that. She's got really good spatial relations. Really good Tetris yeah. effect. Yeah, So, but that's that's the Tetris okay. effect. And so is there a game that has like taken over your head like that where you start seeing patterns in real life or you start seeing instances of that game in real life? I will start. Yes, please. <laughs> GTA 3 was that way for me, where I was playing a ton of GTA 3. And you're like, and I, I, I steal that car going. easily. Yeah, yeah, like, dude, it would be so easy to steal that car. <laughs> wow, I, Dylan just exploded. Um, or you'd see, like, one of those uh, trucks that oh, haul other cars. You're like, I could dude, jump I could that. jump that. That would be so easy to jump that. Like, jump. if I just, like, there's all these cars in the way. I could just drive up on that sidewalk, and I'd be to work so much faster, like, Man, if I... I could totally run this I could over. Yeah, like... <laughs> I don't stop at stoplights anymore. <clears throat> I could totally eat that mushroom and s- go down that manhole. Right. Just fine. Yeah, GTA 3 was that game. And it's it, not even like I was ever going to do those things, but you'd just like, be sitting there at a stoplight. You're like, oh, man, right? if, I was, if this is a video game, I wouldn't be stopping for this light. <laughs> so that's that's me. Yeah, I, um, I don't know if I've ever really... I mean, aside from the obvious, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've all pretty much done that with Grand Theft Auto. I think yeah. at one point... Uh, I had really played a lot of Ridge Racer on my PlayStation, <laughs> yeah. and I'd never understood the whole drifting mm-hmm. thing. And finally, when I figured it out and how to do that, I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Well, I also happened to be playing that game as I was getting my driver's license and learning to drive. <laughs> and I thought, I wonder if I could do that that drifting thing. I never tried. But the thought <laughs> did the cross E-brake, my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, I mean, I've occasionally picked up random birds and thrown them at structures to see if they fall down. <laughs> do they? No, they don't. Bummer. And I get in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't think of any Tetris effecting moments. Do you ever dream about video games? I don't oh, think yeah. so. Yeah, same. Like, I, I can become very obsessive about certain games in a way that, like, I'm constantly thinking about them, mostly yeah. strategy games, mostly card games, or, like, games where you build some sort of force. I think that's that close you, enough. But, yeah. Like, that's the closest yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I had a dream about Assassin's Creed last night, actually. <laughs> and it was awesome. really oddly political. <laughs> like, and not, like, current politics, but, like, the politics of the time. It was really weird <laughs> because there's Athenians a whole... Athenians in there. Well, because you're you're ta- you're taking down these leaders and you're having these f- forcing these combats and all this stuff and I'm like this I had this really That's weird dream funny. That's really strange. Uh, thank you for that question, Joe Coleslaw. All right, the dirty bubble. With the holidays fast approaching, what is the worst gift you received as a kid and most memorable? Do we do we have any 
Sorry, I should let you finish. Oh, that you were done. Oh, yeah, I was um, done. I was going to ask if we have any thoughts and uh, hypotheses on what the dirty bubble means. I heard your thought earlier. And oh, I don't even want to. It get... is not podcast safe. I was going to say that that was possibly the worst gift I've received, but then he qualified the question <laughs> with as a kid. As so, a kid. Um, yeah. The worst gift I've ever received, and this was not a Christmas gift, but uh, one year my dad went to Boston and have I told this story yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. Have I told it on the podcast? Yep. Oh, that's the worst gift I ever got is a gold, like a black and gold lame shirt from Cheers. Yep. It was not good. That's <laughs> funny. It's not good. The best gift I think I ever got was um, when you're, did we already answer this question? Because I think I said this too. Um, I got uh, the Pink Floyd box set. Um, oh no. Which was, and it was amazing. Like I, it was so expensive. Um, it was like $300. And then a store had opened up just recently in the, the city I lived in, and they had it for, like, half that. Um, and my parents bought it for me, and at the time it was just like – I mean, I remember opening it and just, like, being – literally did not have words right. um, for 20 seconds. I was so excited. So, mm-hmm. um, I can't really think about a worst gift. Nothing really stands out to me. Maybe I haven't – I haven't been old enough to get that really terrible gift from somebody. I don't know. <laughs> It'll happen. Um, yeah. As for memorable gift, I would go with my Game Boy Color. Nice. Because I think, as terrible as it sounds, like, I don't think very often do you, at least in my experience, do you get a gift that you're really, like, really gets you very excited. It's like, it's always very nice to receive something. I was right. like, oh, that's cool. I do like, I, I really do like that. But unless it really surprises you, like, if I ask for something and get it, like, that excitement's never going to be there because I asked for it. Well, that's what we talk about. Like, we've talked about that in my family a lot, that as adults, like, I mean, we're to the point now where we're effectively just exchanging gift cards. Right. You know? You give <laughs> like, some amount to someone else. And, and they give you, you know, and they're not always gift cards, but if they're not gift cards, it's like, hey, our li- you know, you can spend up to, you know, X amount of dollars and here's my wish list. And it's like, well, you can spend the same amount and here's my yeah, wish list. Like, I'm like, maybe if we just didn't do that, um, right. Right. <laughs> go buy the just stuff go you some, like. some stuff on you. Yeah. Right. So I, I just, I, for the past few years too, it's like every Thanksgiving, I have to give my grandma a Christmas list and my mom asked yeah. me what I want for Christmas. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Sure, there's a couple of things, but you're not going to get the. You don't even know what it is when I tell you. Like, yeah, the, very. I, there's not a lot of tangible things that I can yeah. ask for. At the end of the day, I just want Amazon about. gift cards. That's all I really oh, yeah. want. Right. It's fine. So it's like other than getting that Game Boy Color, which is something I didn't like. I was I didn't even probably know really what like. Yeah. I think I might have had an older Game Boy at that point, but it was like a hand me down right. from my cousins or something. I, and I didn't even OG. know I wanted one. I didn't know there was a Game Boy Color. Like, and yeah. then I got a Game Boy Color with Pokemon. I'm like, this. I didn't even know this was a thing. Like, you can't create that excitement again. So. No. Right. <laughs> yep. I hear you. Adam? Um, I don't know. Adam has never received a good nor a bad gift. I've gotten great gifts, but I've also gotten bad gifts. Um, Worst gift as a kid. Worst gift are hard because there's things you that aren't bad, just like aren't interesting. Like every time I get a shirt, I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Like 99 percent of the time, you're like, hey, I can wear that to work. That's cool. You know, it's not bad. It's just not interesting. Yeah, Um, I know for a fact. At some point, I got something from one of my grandparents or from one of my aunts or uncles. It was just like. Why did my, you get me this, like... My grandparents were amazing when I was hey, a kid. I don't know. Um, okay. Every year, my grandparents would go, and it was like... So I grew up in Salt Lake, and they lived right outside of Chicago. And in their head, the only store that existed in Chicago 
and in Salt Lake was Sears. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. everything they would get me would be from Sears, and they would always tell me on the phone on Christmas, like, and if there's anything you don't want, your parents have the receipts, you can take it back to Sears. I'm like, well, I can almost promise you that nothing I wanted was from Sears. So, nah. anyway, they tried. Yeah, Sears, and yeah, and Sears, come on. There's a reason I'm going out of this. Craftsman's tools or, or Craftsman's tools are great. Uh, yeah, as a like seven year old. What am I gonna do with a tool kit? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I wish I had something for you there. I just, I just don't. I like, I like free crap. Yeah, okay, good. just do. That. I don't. I do. Don't give me stuff. Give me stuff. I don't have anywhere to put it. I'll find it. That's a place. why I want all my things to be digital. I know. You'll, no. you'll see me on Hoarders one day. <laughs> all right. Turn down for what wants to know. In a world where physical games don't exist, how could digitally lending games work? Yeah. So we were talking, uh, I was actually talking to him one night, and we were talking about like the push to have the Xbox that doesn't have a disk drive in it. And, mm-hmm. and he said that you know the thing that he really is disappointed about without physical media is that, first of all, you can't trade it in anymore. Um, which is, you know, well, whatever. That's going, it's, that was just going to be a thing. Well, and I mean, and not only that, but like the GameStop may not be in business three weeks from now. They lost a half billion dollars, I think, this uh, this quarter. So, oops. Wow, that's a <laughs> lot in a quarter. That's a lot in a quarter. Um, but he also said that it was a bummer that he you couldn't trade games anymore. And I said, you know, I hadn't done that in a long, right. long time. But when I was a kid, when you had like three games like that was my bread and butter like you yeah, know right. my cousins would have a super nintendo and i'd let them you know if you let me have your ex i'll give you my ex and then we'd trade and then we'd see each other two months from now we'd trade back you know and even with my friends a little bit my friends weren't as trustworthy as my relatives oh, every time so i let someone borrow something i never never it saw back. it again yeah. yeah they would move and i'm like i don't even have your phone oh, we had a, a, a i had a friend that uh and my wife worked for him at the time and he borrowed some stuff from us and then moved and then died. <laughs> We're like, oh, oh man. Well, never getting that <laughs> never back. Never getting that back. And what did we learn? Yeah, we learned some things. Um, um, well, but I mean, I know that there's things in place for stuff like on the Amazon Kindle. Like, you can lend a book out. You can be like, hey, yeah, right. I know you want to read Those this. systems exist. Yeah, so, yeah, they're I mean, out I think there. it could work. And I think that if like they— Like the family sharing thing on Steam, Steam. even yeah. though it's an, an annoying process to kind of get set up— it could be easier. Well, and I think that the Steam but method, it works. It, it works sort of. Like, I think the thing that's disappointing about Steam is I would way rather it say, hey, you can lend this to a friend for a certain number of hours, or you can lend this to a friend for something. Because, like, the Steam one's a bummer because you just can't use your Steam account while they're playing. Well, um, well, you can't use that game. No, you can't use your Steam account while they're playing. If, so, if, if someone is playing something on your on your family library, you cannot log into Steam. Oh yeah, and so like I would, it would be fine if it was tied to that game. It right. would be tied. It would be fine even if they only got a certain amount of time. Like I understand, like hey, you want to try this game? Great, you can get you know x amount of hours into it, or you can get you know let the developer set you know hey, my game's like two hours long. Don't give them ten, but my game's two hours long. Hey, let them have a half hour um, to even just try things. But I think I don't think it's hard to come up with a system like yeah. that that would work. Right. But I also kind of wonder if in the world we're talking about, if it's going to matter. Um, because I kind of wonder if things like Game Pass and things like PS Now. I think stuff is going to be so heavily subscription Yeah, it's going to be, you know, like you don't ever worry about lending your friends your DVDs because you both have Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of wonder if by the time we get to that world, if it'll even matter. Everything's going to be subscription-based anyway. Right. So we'll see. But I think yeah. I think if they wanted to, they could very, very easily implement something yeah. like that. But I think there, like, there is a point where like a player-to-player trading thing just – 
they can't at some point you're not going to make money right because you can infinitely if you can trade stuff you can infinitely trade it right yeah. one right. copy could exist and everyone in the world could play well, it I kinda, that's not going to happen but like there is some sort of I do kind of wonder if they'll figure out a way to with with I mean like I said maybe with a subscription model it doesn't matter but I do kind of wonder if eventually they'll figure out a way to trade a game you're done playing back in for some form of like online credit you know obviously they can't resell right. it well the, but not to talk about artifact again, but I'm going to talk about artifact again. No. Um, so you can't trade cards with players; you sell them back to Steam. And why this is, I think, is great for Steam, or Steam thinks is great for Steam, is I sell it to Steam for a penny, and they sell it for two cents. Yeah. So everything goes through Steam. If I get something, I sell it back to Steam, and they sell it to another player. Yeah. That player sells it back and sells it to another player. Which they're is- making a transaction in the middle every time. So I understand if like a player to player can't exist, but if you can give it back yeah. to someone and still sell it to someone cheaper, give them a, like, cause that license is still out there somehow. Yeah. It's still a, a unit. I don't have it anymore. So like, give me something back. It's such back an interesting then, idea in that they're creating a marketplace of th- something that is theoretically infinite. Right. It's a really interesting idea. But until people buy those things, yeah, they're not out they don't there, exist, right? Yeah. So there, there still is a supply and demand thing that to it. That card doesn't exist until you until open that someone somewhere opens it. Theoretical so, packet. Um, I think like there, that's onto something there because that way Steam is still happy because Steam literally could make infinite money off one card if it keeps being sold back and forth. Like that, right. eventually, that's not going to happen because like people are going to acquire that stuff. But like they're happy because it's going. Between them, I've never, I've never so. said this before in my life, but this actually seems like somewhere maybe that the blockchain could do something. I don't know. I've heard that word a lot. Yeah, I still don't know what that is, so I'm not even going to get into it right anyway. now. No idea. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, so I think digitally lending that's kind of already in place in some ways. Yeah. So, but I think I think subscription is the fe- that's just the way I think it's stuff's just- going to have to be in such a digital future. My brother just sent me a meme. Have you ever seen the the meme where the guy's sitting at the table and he's got the sign in front of him and it says it always says something inflammatory changed my mind. Oh yeah, yeah. And it says Elon Musk looks like John Barrowman with a hangover changed my mind. He's not <laughs> and wrong. He does look just he is like so him. not wrong. Good job. <laughs> anyway, all right. Final question of the week. Most important question, as always, comes from Ansox. What is your favorite type of Christmas cookie or dessert? I'll go. My favorite ever. Is it's this chocolate toffee thing that my mom makes, and she puts graham crackers on the bottom. Some people use saltines, Mm. and then they they melt down brown sugar and all this other stuff, and they pour it on top, and then they cover it. You know, uh, they dump a bag of chocolate chips on it and just kind of spread it around and let it melt. It's so good, and then freeze it and you break it up. It's so good. My God! Now people do it with saltines. Do it with graham crackers. Make it exactly the same way. Just make it with graham crackers. I promise, swear, it will change your life. I've done it with saltines, and the sweet and salty is real good. I like sweet and salty, like the 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 yeah. M&Ms and peanuts kind yeah. of thing. That's fine. Oh, I'm not I'm not saying graham crackers is wrong. Make it with graham crackers. I'm, I'm saying that I want to try both now. Mm, that sounds good. And cherry cordials. Oh, cherry cordials are great. Absolute most favorite. I love cherry cordials so much. Um, I think my favorite Christmas cookie is all of them. Right. Um, but in, in real life, um, say my mom makes, uh, first of all, she makes the uh, seven layer bars, you mm-hmm. know, the ones that are like 
I don't know, butter and uh, coconut, more butter, and, and more butter and some sort of crusty sugar thing and, and butter. Yeah, it's like the Bliss Bar. Yeah, kind of there's thing. some sort of chocolate. Those things are amazing. Yeah. I love those. Um, but she makes specifically uh, mint brownies that are like like super like chewy, delicious brownie, like that super dense. And then there's a mint frosting, and then she drizzles chocolate over top of the mint frosting. They're like heaven. Um, the Christmas is the one time of year I wish my mom lived here. Um, <laughs> Rest of the year, you're good, mom. No, she's, uh, yeah, she's you're fine. fine. She could live here, but I miss her at Christmas. <laughs> do you miss her or do you miss her cookies? Whatever. Okay. Semantics. You? Yeah. Um, I mean, all time of the year other than around Christmas time, I like a chocolate chip cookie, but around Christmas, I like the sugar cookies. Like mm. just the, the classic like spritz that my grandma makes. I I'll like eat all shortbread of those. I'll cookies. eat all of them. Shortbread cookies are meh for me. Mm-hmm. I like all the Do you cookies. like Snickerdoodles? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I like just it's like a, the. I mean, it's kind of a basic sugar cookie. Yeah. But, with but it's, it's more, more cookie. Yeah. Like, I like the, like the that kind of like airiness. Like, it's kind of light. It just feels know. like like not very dense sugar. <laughs> like, it's right. like sugar was a cloud and I just ate it. I don't know if I've ever met a cookie I didn't like. Um, there are cookies I like more than other cookies. I've but. I've had cookies I don't like. I don't know if I ever have. Gosh, you know, I don't know if he listens. I'm just going to say it because I kind of made I kind of made fun of the cookies. We went to a holiday cookie party uh, last weekend. Oh, nice! And that's why where I brought yeah, yeah, the yeah. maple brown sugar or not yeah, maple, but yeah, the brown yeah, sugar cinnamon cookies, blah 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 yeah. crap. I didn't make those. What? No, keep going. So a friend of mine, God bless him, he tried to be experimental and made this chocolate chip rosemary cookie. Oh, and I heard that come out of his mouth and I literally said the same thing. I literally said, oh, <laughs> just like that. And I was like, well, I'm game. I'll try anything once. I took a bite. <laughs> yeah, that sounds weird. It was odd. I don't I'm like not saying rosemary that much. I like that. rosemary I like, a lot, but with like potatoes. Right, right. Like anything that's not like a potato or bread. Yeah. Um, like anytime I've, there's like a rosemary something, I'll try it. Right. And I don't like it. But now keep in mind, this was the guy that tried it who doesn't like ham on a pizza. So yeah. I have just proven once again that I will try anything. Anything, yeah. yeah. So I need to I need to back up here because I completely forgot about probably the best cookie I've ever had. Uh, my brother came to my house one time. We used to have Christmas at my house when I lived in Utah. And uh, one year, he was the only person that made it. Uh, we got like 15, 16 inches of snow Christmas morning. Holy crap. Um, but he, had to, he literally abandoned his car like three blocks from my house and had to walk the rest of the way in because he's like he didn't know if he could get back down the hill but he's like I don't I'm like where'd you have your car he's like I don't know I might be in a driveway I I'll might find be on out someone's front lawn literally we we went out we tried to go out like four or five hours later and couldn't like there was like 60 70 mile an hour winds um, oh God. it was that kind of wind where you could literally like fall into it and it would hold you up and so we got like a block and turned back <laughs> but so we went probably six hours later and there was cars on lawns. There was cars. Like, no one could leave our neighborhood That's because crazy. there was a bunch of cars just parked in the, the road and we couldn't get past. But we walked and got his car. It's on the side of the road. He was fine. But he brought these cookies with him. I literally couldn't tell you what was in them except I think like white chocolate and cherries. And they were the and best cookies I've ever had. But he's like, the ingredients to make like two dozen of them were like $17 because of just the stuff that it took to make them. Wow. Oh, they were like heaven though. Oh, they were so good. So nice. those might be my favorite cookies. But anyway, 
Nice. God, I love cookies. All right. Thank you for the questions this week, uh, everybody. Keep them coming. Uh, drop us a question in our Discord. We got a whole channel just for that. Let's wrap, let's wrap it up with a whole bunch of cheap free games to go over. Yeah, let's run through them because you I have to starving urinate. for something to play. Right. Um, and it's also, I'm really tired. I want to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's do it. PlayStation Plus, like I said, of course, we record last week. They announced the games the next day. Um, These are actually available as of yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Soma, which I think pretty much everybody on the planet has a copy of already. But if you don't, check it out. It's really good. And there's a new uh, patch that I think lets you play it without it being like you can't die. So it's less scary. Oh, okay. Um, Onrush. (laughs) What's this? How do you even pronounce that? Um, Sturden. Sturden. Skeridern. Skeridern. Uh, that's for your PS3. Also, Steins Gate on the PS3. Iconoclasts on the PS Vita, which is a cross by with PS4. It's a bunch of yeah, it's just a, blue. Here's, here's noises. Go get them. Yeah, They're yeah. free. Um, pa- papers, please. Papers, please is cool. It's yeah. uh, by an indie developer, and the entire thing is you play a uh, like a agent at the border um, letting people in or out. I think it's like a, it seems like it's like an Eastern Bloc country and based on whether you let people in or out can really affect their lives mm-hmm. and stuff. It's supposed to be very cool. It's one of those kind of like makes you think about things games. It's good Did stuff. you watch the trailer for Onrush? No. It looks real good. Huh. Wow. Um, so yeah, so there oh, is, yeah, cool. that looks real good. So there is that if you are rocking the PlayStation. If you are over on Xbox uh, with Game Pass, a few games showing up right now. The Gardens Between, Mutant Year Zero, which looks real, looks real, real, real good. good. I told Kevin I was watching the, the gameplay trailer of that, and I'm like, you conquered Mario uh, plus Rabbids. I'm like, I think you might want to check it this out. It looks neat. I actually yeah. just pushed it to my my place or my Xbox to try. Um, the Gardens Between looks really cool too. It's like a like a fun narrative puzzle game if you like that kind of yeah, thing. It's, it's, it's my almost jam. like a. Um, it looks like a just a different way of playing uh, Monument Valley. Yeah, kind of yep. thing. Um, also, Strange Brigade. We talked about that a couple months ago. It was that like four player kind of Indiana Jones looking. Um, you can play, f- I don't know, we talked about it a couple months ago. It looks Sweet. really good. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and also, in case you didn't know, Game Pass has an app. It's very, very cool. I love it. I love it. I didn't know about it until I wrote that. And oh, I really? Just, no, and I just downloaded it, and it'll give you, like, push notifications when new games come out. It'll let you install games remotely to yeah. your uh, Xbox. So I just installed... I uh, we talked about this. I don't think so. Or if we oh, did, maybe it wasn't maybe, when I was, maybe maybe I was out of here. town. Yeah, I just installed the Gardens Between the Mutant Year Zero at my house. Yeah, that's right. It's so cool. Um, so, yeah, so do that. If you are an Amazon Prime member, that also means you're a Twitch Prime member, and you have got some free stuff waiting on you right now. Hacknet, Poi, Smoke and Sacrifice, and the SNK bundle. Ooh, SNK gonna, looks cool. Yeah, I'm going to get back up in there and make sure that I get that now because I <laughs> really want it. Uh, yeah. Oh, look at all the Prime loot. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, so there is that. Uh, PlayStation now adding 50 games this this month. Yeah, 50 games I, this month. I would like to preface this with every single article I read about this is like, they added 50 games this month. We're not going to list any of them except for For Honor, and For Honor is the big one. And I'm like, For Honor is not a very big game, so what are the other 49? And I looked through the list and have heard of almost none of them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What do we got here? Well. Yeah. And so, like, let's see. I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. Pixel Heroes I've heard of. Yep. I've heard of that. I've played Kingdom it. Kingdom New not Lands. Good. Pixel Heroes is not good. Oh, really? Limbo is in there. Limbo is great. Act it um, out. Kingdom New Lands is pretty cool. Oh, no time to explain. You know what that no is. No time to explain is a lot of fun. Yeah. But that's uh, keep talking and no one explodes. Isn't it? No. Oh, I thought that's no, what it no was. No Time to Explain is a fun little uh, kind of platformy game. It's oh, yeah. fun. I like it. 
let's see. I've Hotel heard, Transylvania 3. Gotta play that one. Right. I've heard uh, Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter is good. Huh. Um, a Boy in His Blob is supposed to be good. But yeah, like I went through this list. I'm like, there are maybe five or six games in this list that I've ever even heard of out of 50. So yeah, they dropped 50 games on PlayStation now and they're all shovelware. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> or just super indie stuff you've never heard of. Right. Uh, a couple of humble bundles for you. The Yogscast Jingle Jam is back. Go buy this right now. Why? It's $35 and you will get like 60 games. Oh, really? It's really cool. I've bought it the last two years. Wow. And it's just, it's like, I mean, go look at what they've put out in the first five days. There's like, let's see. The first five, like, today's the fifth, right? Or the, yeah, the fifth. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 games, including wow. No Time to Explain. <laughs> So 19 games, first five days. Wow. You will get so many. And a lot of them are small indie stuff, but a lot of them are cool. Tower 57 is a super fun game. No Time to Explode is a super fun game. Um, Guns of Icarus is one that I know Vicky really likes. There's some really she cool stuff in there. Game. Yeah. So that's, that, cool. that's worth it. $35 is 100% worth it. And it's like a it's like a, a advent calendar for adults because every day a new door opens and you get new stuff. So it's really fun to watch. Huh. Well, there is that. So do that. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, another humble bundle is the Team Seventeen, te- the humble Team Seventeen bundle. <laughs> um, what do we got? For Buck, you get worms and a bunch of other stuff, uh, <laughs> and then you need some sort of like In the case medicine. That you worms, <laughs> yeah. right? Worms is fun though. Um, if you pay more than average, which right now is about five fifty, you'll get all the Escapist games um, and Escapist DLC. That's super fun, and everyone's favorite game, Overcooked. Love Overcooked. God. <laughs> Uh, and then if you uh, pay $10 or more, you'll get other worms. So if you didn't like W-M-D. the first worms, you can get some more worms. Worms, if you have worms played, is a massive s- destruction. Have you guys played worms? Uh, no. Oh, worms is so fun. I hear it's good. It's really fun. So recommend worms. Get worms. <laughs> Sounds so terrible. All right. So there is that. That's, oh, that's that. That's it. All right. That's, that's a lot of free cheap that's games. a lot though. of free yeah. stuff. Holy crap. Code. Right? Um. All right. Sweet. Uh, that's it. Let's go home. That's it. Yep, we're out of here. Have a great weekend. Uh, okay. Bite me. Oh, wait, no. How about I do the typical thing where I tell you where to find us? <laughs> I mean, right. you could, I guess. Yeah, bitemepodcast.com. It's B-Y-T-E me podcast.com slash humble. That'll take you to our Humble Bundle affiliate link. Uh, what else? Patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. You can uh, do that. Bitemepodcast.com slash discord. We'll if get you join like. our discord. Yep, which you should be in our discord. Facebook.com slash bitemepodcast. Twitter.com slash bitemepodcast. Yeah, and bitemepodcast basically in all the socials. Yeah, we'll be there. Okay. Love you. Bite me. <laughs>